come back, and I'm hoping we'll have uh, Derek on numerous times. Derek Gilbert is, of course, his website is Derek P. Gilbert, D-E-R-E-K-P, Gilbert, G-I-L-B-E-R-T.com. The book, we're going to discuss uh, this in other sessions, is The Great Inception, subtitled Satan's Psyops from Eden to Armageddon. Tell us the background of why you you wrote this book. And and you mentioned when we were talking last time uh, before the show that uh, our other guest we had on last Friday in the same same time spot was Dr. Michael Heiser. And uh, you mentioned that reading his book about... basically reversing Hermon, which is the landing of the 200 uh, on Mount Hermon, uh, was a, is an important touchstone book to read before they uh, get your book. Is that right? Uh, yes. Uh, Mike has done a, 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 just an incredible job in, in researching something that he calls the Divine Council paradigm. The Divine Council is a reference to Psalm 82, right. where uh, we see God standing in the midst of the Divine Council or Divine Assembly, and essentially passing judgment on these rebel gods, small g gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beings in. So, yeah. the, you know, it, under, understanding that paradigm is, is uh, kind of essential yeah, to understanding the great inception. Right. Now, that divine council exists in what's called the second heaven or the, or the astral plane. And uh, another term for it would be called the council of the eschaton, which basically is a council of all these, uh, if you want to call it advanced uh, beings, uh, throughout the cosmos. And one-third of them actually uh, followed Satan, the opposer, against the Creator God. So there's a great war. It's not just a, a you know, minor war against this or that policy. It's an actual war against the Creator God uh, to elevate, number one, Satan to the position of being a co-creator of the universe. That's why he takes on the title of the Great Architect. And uh, this battle has been going on uh, long before man arrived here on Earth, but it was definitely integrated into man when, uh, from Eden right through to literally the culmination of the secular age, which is Armageddon, which is coming up pretty soon. So right. uh, tell us what, uh, what what you discovered in your research, because you use biblical information, you use extra-biblical, and you uh, looked at a lot of academic papers probably to put this together. What did you discover? Well, I found that uh, secular history, secular archaeology, reinforces the biblical narrative, and the, and the narrative of the Bible is that it's a, a record of this long war, this long rebellion that has been ongoing since Eden and possibly before, Right. The, um, by, by these uh, these lesser gods, these small gods, small g gods, um, the uh, the apostles and prophets, the men who wrote the books of the Bible under the influence and guidance of the Holy Spirit, right. understood that these entities were real. They were oh, not yeah. imaginary. They were not just blocks of wood and stone, uh, the product of human imagination. They were real right. entities. Right. Uh, and, and by the way, they weren't just, uh, you know, if you think of human beings, say, a thousand years or ten thousand years from now, the rate that we're advancing, uh, if if we in our future, say ten thousand years from now, came to visit mankind a thousand or ten or two thousand years ago, they would think of us as quote demigods. But yeah. what we're dealing with is we're dealing with very advanced beings that have been around for a heck of a long time. Mm-hmm. They're in a sense very advanced spiritually and physically. And when they came here, they physically landed on a particular territory called Mount Hermon, and they transferred technology to mankind, including uh, war, weapons of warfare, metallurgy. Agronomics, pharmacology, which is in the Bible in the Greek, it's referred to as sorceries, which is basically extracting molecules from plants, etc., to treat or illnesses and so on. But they also brought genetic engineering. These are extremely advanced beings. You've got to think of them as coming across the cosmos to a different realm, both astral, which is a higher spiritual plane and physical plane. So they come from particular places in the galaxy as well and the cosmos. So we're dealing with some if you want to call it a galactic and cosmic war on every front, it's a, if you want a historical front, it's on a control front of the geopolitical system, it's on a religious front, it's even on a genetic front. Uh, so every aspect of mankind has been under the boot of this monstrosity of an ancient war that's had particular spasms and particular effects, like what Dr. Michael Heiser mentioned last time, there were three things that the Hebrew scholars discovered, which I think you can expand upon. There were three things, for the, in a sense, that are causes of evil. The first, of course, is the fall. The second is Genesis uh, 6. And then the third is the Tower of Babel. And right. I'd like, like you to expand on that, because I think what people don't understand is they, they take a Mickey Mouse view about the Bible. They also so spiritualize it, they don't think that it actually was physical, that there were things done on a physical level, that the Tower of Babel was like spiritualized, or that the fall, there wasn't really a territory called Eden, 
or there wasn't a kind of mankind that lived near a thousand years of age and may have been much taller in terms of dimensions than the current mankind, they, people don't grasp this, do this, do they? They really don't see that the fall of not only mankind but the biosphere itself is real, and it's actually being proved now in the, in the geological and archaeological uh, records. Yeah, uh, the the uh, the rebellion in Eden, of course, got uh, humanity kicked off the, uh, the the mountain of God, and, and most of us think of garden, the, you know, Eden as a garden, but uh, it it was the original holy mountain, and really, this war is about whose mount of assembly or mount of the congregation will be the one that controls God's creation. And uh, this, this long war is about uh, these rebel gods trying to prevent humanity from being restored to the family of God and brought back into uh, face-to-face fellowship with him on his holy mountain. And we began in Eden. Uh, that was the fall, Genesis 3. Uh, then we go to Genesis 6, of course, Mount Hermon, which is uh, the site of the Watcher's Rebellion. And interestingly enough, the fellow uh, back in 1869 who discovered uh, Warren's shaft, which is the water shaft into Jerusalem, through which David's general Joab climbed to open the gates and allow David and his men to take the city of the Jebusites and make it the city of David. Uh, a fellow named Sir Charles Warren found on the very summit of Mount Hermon uh, an ancient temple going back to probably the 4th or 5th century B.C. with an inscription on a stele uh, that was dedicated to those who swore an oath, referring to the 200 watchers who swore an oath to one another, according to the Book of Enoch, to proceed with this rebellion against their creator. Wow. Uh, but also, he found a, uh, uh, a, 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 like, a, like a, a block wall arranged in a spiral around the summit, and uh, he speculated that perhaps this was the origin of the practice of circumambulating a holy spot, as the Muslims do with the Kaaba in Mecca, where they yeah, walk going around it, going around it, yeah. Right, but that actually that actually is a very old practice. It goes back to the third millennium BC in the city of Ur, where it was uh, practiced around the city of Ur in uh, the annual New Year festival for the moon god, uh, who was called Nana, and later called Sin, later called Yarik, which is yeah. the origin, the name of the city of Jericho. Um, but uh, the, the, so you've got that holy mountain that was uh, also uh, known in ancient Babylonian times as the uh, the secret dwelling of the the Anunnaki. Uh, the Sumerian gods. The Canaanites right. believed that it was the mount of assembly for their chief, their creator god, El, and his 70 sons. Uh, right. Then you've got this, uh, the holy mountain of Baal, or Baal, as most of us have pronounced it, uh, which is Mount Zaphon, Jebel al-Akra. It's in Turkey today on the border between Turkey and Syria. That Everyone in the ancient world knew that's where Baal's palace was located. And then, of course, you've got the, uh, the false or artificial mountain, uh, which was the Tower of Babel, Genesis 10. Um, 10 and 11, where uh, Nimrod attempts to create this uh, this artificial mount of assembly. Uh, right. And how do I know that that's true? Well, because a uh, tablets with a, an ancient Sumerian poem called Enmerkar, and I explain in the book The Great Inception why I believe that the Sumerian king Enmerkar, who is attested in the Sumerian king list, uh, was the Nimrod of the Bible. Um, explain uh, this this poem called Enmerkar and the Lord of Arata explains what he was doing. He was trying to build the rebuild the temple of Enki, the ancient Sumerian god Enki, right. into a uh, the abode of the gods. Right. In, uh, again, he was trying to create an artificial mount of the congregation or mount of assembly right there in the plains of Sumer. Um, and yeah. not coincidentally, I think this uh, this temple that he was trying to rebuild, which uh, Archaeologists say it goes all the way back to the sixth millennium BC, and I know that people who take the Bible's timeline literally will disagree with that uh, age. But yeah. setting that aside, it's the point is it's very very old. It dates back to the very yeah. earliest days of civilization in the plains of Sumer. Uh, this this temple uh, for this god Enki was called the Eabzu. It was supposedly built over this underground source of fresh water called the Abzu. And when you're in southeast Iraq, you know, which is desert, freshwater right. is essential to life. Right. Well, Abzu is the word from which we get the English word abyss. So Nimrod was trying to build a te- build up this temple, this ancient temple, over the abyss to become the abode of the gods. Now, this was not just a lesson. When God stepped in, Yahweh, the creator, stepped in to stop this and, and, and confuse the languages of the people, it was more than just trying to teach humans a lesson about pride. 
<laughs> and these humans weren't so simple that they thought they could build a tower into heaven. They were just trying to build an artificial mountain on which their gods could reside and dwell amongst them. And Yahweh said, no, no, this is not going to stand. And that's when he scattered the people by dividing their language. And interestingly, when a, uh, an archaeological expedition excavated this site at the ancient city of Eridu, and again, I explain in the book why I believe it's at this, this ancient city and not at the city of Babylon. Babylon was not even created when the Tower of Babel was, uh, was being constructed. Right, right. Uh, the archaeologists who dug this up in 1948-49 found that for some reason, as the very largest level, and they, they discovered like 18 levels to this temple, and the very largest, and this is the largest ziggurat, the largest Mesopotamian pyramid ever discovered in the ancient Near East, um, it, was, it was, before it was completed, it was just completely and utterly abandoned. Now, why would that be? Well... The book of Genesis tells us when God confused the languages of the people, they left off building the city. The site was abandoned, and that's exactly what archaeologists found. Yeah. Now, I will throw a few things in there that you're probably, you're familiar with the ley lines, etc., right? Mm-hmm. Now, it turns out that uh, Dr. Steve Jacobson, I'm going to have him on the show from Northwestern University, is a, is a, uh, a geologist. He's discovered that ringwoodite, which is a rock in the mantle of the earth, uh, and the mantle, of course, is quite deep. It's from, you know, 12 miles down to 20 miles down to around 800 to 1,000 into the crust of the earth. Is the source of water. And there's actually 10 times more water under the earth in the form of rock. And uh, roughly up to 5% of the of the content of ringwoodite rock actually is water in the hmm. form of nascent oxygen hydrogen. So when ring, nascent oxygen and hydrogen come together, there's no deuterium or tritium. So you can tell that nascent water has no uh, isotopes. Uh, all of the, if you want to call it the sources of water across the deserts of uh, North Africa and the Middle East, are all basically primary water coming from deep inside the earth. There are some opposing theories to what, where the water on earth came, whether it's a, a series of uh, comets that passed earth over the billions of years and actually caused it, or if it came from inside. Most of the water on earth actually came from ringwoodite. Uh, now, why is that important? It's important because what you're talking about is you're talking about building it over an abyss, which is a giant basilisk of oil, literally an ocean of water under there. The same way, by the way, oil is made by a nuclear reaction presented as a gold theory in 1951 in New Orleans. Uh, and the Russians believed it. In fact, I have friends who are actually oil, uh, deep well drilling uh, engineers. They're for close friends of ours. One of them is the head of the projects in Kazakhstan, uh, and uh, his wife is my, was my wife's best friend in school back in Nova Scotia, and she became one of the top uh, deep well drilling engineers in the world. So what people sh should understand is uh, these people were involved with advanced technology. They were aware of these, uh, if you want to call it, deep bathlists of water, because water was the thing that drove the civilization. Also, the other thing, of course, was salt, because they didn't have refrigeration when they're traveling along these routes, or travel routes. But... Uh, these ancient peoples were being ruled, in a sense, by demigods that brought technology to mankind. And uh, they hybridized with mankind, which it says in the Bible and even in the book of Daniel, that they mingle their seed with the seed of man. And it's not in, in the ancient Aramaic. It's actually genetic and, in a sense, technological and spiritual melding. So even today we have, in a sense, the descendants of the, of the control systems in the higher order and Masonic orders that are actually still controlling our civilization, which is why we have, for example, the deep state and the attempts to, for example, dissemble uh, our, our government, which was founded, you know, originally America was founded by the uh, Green Dragon Pub, but we also have a high-level masonry now in the White House in Donald Trump, who's, quote, a white knight, trying to fight against the other elements. For example, in the Second World War, it was basically a battle between two different groups of high-level Masonic orders that were fighting each other. People don't know this. And these are all ancient descendants of these schools or ziggurats or universities where they're teaching them the dark arts, teaching them the technology that most people are not aware of. Mm -hmm. So the ziggurat was really, in a sense, the ancient version of the, you know, like Harvard or universities. It wasn't just a, uh, it, it was combining university and religious and temple uh, teaching with ancient technologies in many ways exceed our current technologies today and people don't know this do they no they don't um you know i, I confined a lot of my research to the uh, 
to the secular realm, and uh, the secular scholars will find evidence that supports that theory, but of course they don't process it through a, uh, uh, a biblical lens. Uh, but right. one thing that they did find is when you look back at these ancient, the a- ancient civilization, which uh, really began in uh, southeastern Iraq, what today would be Iraq and uh, southeast Iraq and Kuwait, and spread out from there, right. uh, they found that as time went on, civilization moved from being uh, more of a, a rural uh, agrarian society to more of a, a, a an urban society with a stratification of uh, of cultures. And by the time you get to the uh, the the Uruk expansion, uh, which is a period from and again I'm using the the timeline that these scholars have agreed upon uh, rather than a biblical timeline, uh, just for the, just for ease. Uh, right. Between about 4,000 B.C. and about 3,100 B.C., the city of Uruk in southeastern Iraq expanded its influence across almost all of the ancient Near East. Uh, now, the Bible tells us that Iraq, uh, Iraq, it's the same name today. We just spell it and say it a little different. Uh, the the uh, territory covered by this, this uh, kingdom, which was ruled by Nimrod, or Enmerkar, the Sumerian king, covered more territory than what was controlled by Saddam Hussein, in 2003. Right. And so, Rook, does that refer to this ancient city that, where Abraham came from? They called the city of Ur. Is that, uh, is that a shortening of Iraq? Well, no, it's a separate city, actually. And there is a city in southeast Iraq, uh, Sumer, uh, called Ur, which was the city of the moon god. But I explain in the book why I believe I, Nimr- or rather Abraham actually came from what is southern Turkey and northern right. Syria today. There's another city up there called Urfa, uh, or, or rather Ura. Uh, and the Bible scholar Cyrus Gordon in the 50s explained why that was the point of origin for Abraham and not southeast Iraq. Right. Uh, anybody who tried to travel from the city of Ur to Canaan, which was what the Bible tells us Abraham and his father, uh, uh, Terah, uh, were, were doing, um, they, they would have been laughed at because they, they would have missed the, the caravan path turnoff at the ancient city of Mari, and then they would have made another wrong turn when they got into northern uh, northern Mesopotamia. So no, it, it doesn't make any sense that Abraham came from Sumer. He actually came from northern Mesopotamia, uh, what okay. is today southern Turkey. But anyway, um, the, as, as the civilization became more urbanized, it became more stratified, and they found evidence to suggest this, that uh, the, there became a ruling class of, of priest kings who served the gods, and every city had its temple and its patron god right. that uh, had to be served. And, uh, you know, essentially it's the same thing we're going through today over the last 150 years here in the United States. We've moved from being a rural agrarian society to an urban culture. Right. Uh, and I just don't think that that was part of God's original plan. I think it's part of the enemy's control system to make us dependent upon the state. And, of course, that ruling class of, of priests. Well, that's why you'll... That's why you'll see the the vast move by the, uh, you know, the uh, urban cities movement by globalists to literally shuttle human beings into giant megacities. In fact, the plan, if you actually look at the the plan of the many meetings between uh, Barack Obama and the virtual and the what's called virtual cities projects, uh, they planned on uh, by I think it's twenty twenty nine I think it's something like that. They want to have. The remaining population in America, which they say would be reduced to 60 million in 12 super cities of about 5 million apiece, and yep. that most of the of the United States would be rewilded. And then people yep. say, well, this is crazy, but why would the president meet with these people unless the globalists had plans? Now, I met with Dr. Isley, who's a physicist who set up the World Constitution Parliament Association at the United Nations in 1958, and I spent an entire evening with him uh, asking him questions. And the reason why he talked to me is because I had presidential level security clearance at U.S. Space Command, and I knew lots of classified things that virtually most human beings will only hear remote stories of. But I know lots of stuff. I've only talked about 10% of what I know. And we spent an entire evening, and they were planning on uh, literally precipitating the carbon dioxide in the uh, deep ocean. They wanted to change the upper atmosphere with nanoparticles. Uh, They wanted to rewild the world and actually reduce the world population. People think this is all theoretical. No. These people are maniacs and they're satanically energized, and their intention is to reduce the world population 90% plus. It's real. It's not imaginary. It's real. Back in a minute. It's amazing, isn't it? A minute.
Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to Nutramedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. The Nutramedical Report is broadcast on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. At 100% listener-supported radio, please donate and support Revolution Radio at freedom, F-R-E-D-O-M, slips.com. Thank you. Gilbert, just a quick story, so I want to hear Derek's response. Um, July 10th, 1994, and I've said the story before, so I don't want to expand all the details. The director of Space Command said, this is a come-to-Jesus talk, and I'm going to tell you things so you don't freak out. When we tell you this, we'll tell you a lot more. Uh, being a doctor taking care of these employees working on these highly classified tier, uh, above top-secret projects, you need to know what's really going on. He said, we control every cubic centimeter of space between here and Mars. I said, you mean the moon? He said, shut up, Deagle. <laughs> to come to Jesus talk, you need to understand we're going to tell you stuff straight up, and you need to know we have, number one, and I'm going to say a few things here that may shock people, but this is first-hand knowledge, not second-hand. We have uh, not only have a colony on Mars since 1982, not a stupid movie saying we were going to go there someday, 
we have a city on the moon with helium-3 mining because we've had uh, tokamak fusion reactors of our Aurora space fleet for over 50 years. They started to take them out of service in 2010. They went to Mars and discovered ancient monuments on Mars, which indicated there was a, quote, human civilization there in the ancient world, God knows how many thousands of years ago. What we need to understand is we've been in the midst of a galactic, cosmic, spiritual, genetic, geopolitical war with higher beings that have really evil intentions against us and our creator God. This is not just a a good people go to heaven, bad people go to hell thing. There's a lot more to this, and we underestimate the intellect and the power and the strategy of you know, long-lived beings with incredibly malevolent intent against mankind. And uh, you know, this is something that people need to start kind of, as they say, getting your big boy pants on and start waking up to realize that uh, there's ancient things. Like One of the first things that I was told back in 1975 by head of hematology at Dalhousie University where I went to medical school, sister of, of Harvard, I was tapped up by the dean because I was a Phyro Sigma fraternity buddy and I was one of the top medical students, is that uh, pigs are hybrids of ancient humans and, uh, and wild boar. And people said, no. And I said, look, oh, come on, you're crazy. He said, look, and he went to, right to his office and he showed me the blood group antigen patterns that are not present in any other, quote, primate, i.e., you know, as if people think we're somehow descended from monkeys. We're not. In fact, he showed me there. Even back then, they knew there were a number of genes called called alien genes. In a sense, they're in human beings, which are not alien at all. And we have a, a eccentric centromere and a different chromosome number. But if you look at the blood group antigens, many of them are identical to pigs. And the reason is because pigs are a human uh, wild boar hybrid. They also just a few years ago went in to look at spelt, and spelt is a hybrid with more advanced technology than we currently use to make hybridized foods from I call Mount Satan or Mount. You know, Mount Satan, Monsanto, right? <laughs> so people need to start grasping here that these ancients, it says, you know, in the Bible, and you've got to take their word for it in the book of Daniel and elsewhere, like the book of Enoch, that they hybridize with humans. You may not have you reproduce the same way we think can reproduce, but they literally created genetic hybrids that were the overlords of the ancient world, these giants. And you have to understand, this is not just like a spiritual thing of their, you know, the head of the university or whatever, or they're the high priest. No. They really created a super race, you know, almost like DC Comics, to mm-hmm. to rule over mankind, and and the the modern descendants of that are not just physical descendants that are tall giants. There are those that I call the people of clay and iron, like Hillary Clinton, whose family were high level uh, witches and warlocks and high level masons that were literally avataring transdimensional beings. I mean, people don't understand, and we talked about this the other day with Jonathan Gray about the uh, ancient Veda. Uh, and they talked about the Mercury engines that they talk about uh, for flying. I know some very high technology, and I can give you exquisite details how they make what's called a Higgs boson engine. And people say, no, you can't do that, Daigle. I said, well, listen, I had got it recruited into nuclear physics from grade 11 because I taught myself quantum mechanics. I have skill sets, let's put it that way. And, uh, and I don't forget anything. I have a photographic memory. And working with all these guys, I can tell you, these ancient peoples... We're interacting with some very, very evil dudes. People don't understand that. They do not grasp it. They don't understand that even today, today the influence of evil on our planet and in our government and our deep state is unbelievably vile, and they don't know it. We're going to come back in a minute with hear Derek's response. So what do you think? Uh, it, it just reinforces. Nutramedical's New True Silver is a new angstrom silver wrapped in hydrogen and with a liposomal enzymatic envelope to deliver to target tissues. It will kill all viruses, bacteria, parasites, and pathogens. It goes through the biofilm with an amazing new technology developed by Dr. Bill at Nutramedical.com. You can get this amazing new nutraceutical, which is non-toxic for the eye, respiratory tract, or nose, or skin, at Nutramedical, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, that's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com, or our order line, 888-212-8871. This new technology releases the silver ion to stimulate not only killing pathogens, but stimulates tissue regeneration and stem cell activation. It is thousands of times stronger than any colloidal or ionic silver uh, complex, and uh, with its enzymatic liposomal envelope, delivers it to the target tissues with very small dosages. 
Nutramedicals Power C Plus is the greatest important breakthrough in vitamin C technology since Linus Pauling. It is the only neutral pH vitamin C in the world as a calcium, magnesium, potassium, sodium ascorbate salt with bioperin, a black pepper extract, to increase absorption by 40%. When you take Power C Plus, it helps to alkalinize all the cells of your body instantly, raise the oxygen level and energetic level of cells, suppress cancer and inflammation in your body, and help you fight infections. Power C Plus also helps to build up the collagen in your body, hyaluronic acid in your joints, and the glycosaminoglycans in your joints, as well as to improve healing of any tissue in your body. Power C Plus is very unique at NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com where you can order. Or 888-212-8871. That's NutriMedical, N-U-T-R-I-Medical.com. NutriMedical's Calm Mind supports a relaxed mood and helps to support your brain neurotransmitter. Helps lower blood pressure. Helps to make you feel calm all day long and helps to make it easier to go to sleep. Calm Mind contains GABA. It also contains suntine and altheanine, an amino acid from green tea. And it contains myo-inositol, a special B vitamin. Because it's such high quality, it really it works amazingly for anxiety, panic attack, and for depression. Get Calm Mind at NutriMedical.com and UTRIMedical.com or 888-212-8871. The special studies that have been done on Calm Mind show that it helps to stabilize the neurons in the brain, lower the autonomic nervous system that raises blood pressure, and it helps to support normal calming activity uh, throughout the body. That means you're going to have much higher energy level, much more stable mood, be able to tolerate stress better, and it helps to stabilize blood sugar as well. So order Calm Mind at NutriMedical.com. repeat that title of your book uh okay the great inception now why do you call it the great inception satan's slaps because a lot of people what we're doing today and what your book uh, derek is really important and with the work of dr michael heiser it's taking the academic the biblical the archaeological record and trying to show to unmind these things it's like peeling them back and seeing the the pottery the rocks the implements the beads the jewelry but going beyond that to the technology of these ancient peoples and seeing a dark majesty of evil that people don't show sufficient respect. I think there's a quote in the Bible that talks about them uh, that the, the, even the angels disputed with the uh, with uh, for the body of Moshe Moses after mm-hmm. he died. People don't uh, show sufficient respect for evil, do they? No. Uh, when you're right, the archangel Michael, who is the protector of Israel, so he holds a special role in the uh, uh, in the cosmos. Mm-hmm. Did not dare to bring an accusation against uh, uh, against Satan, but instead just said, "The Lord rebuke you." Um, right. So the the enemy, and, and that's one thing I hope people take away from the book, "The Great Inception," is that uh, this this is a very long war that the enemy takes very very seriously. Uh, countless countless humans have lost their lives. Untold quantities of blood have been, have been spilled as part of this war. Uh, going back to the very beginning of, uh, of humanity and, and even before uh, here on this right. earth. Uh, the title, in the, in the Great Inception, obviously a play on Great Deception, which we're warned about, Jesus warned us yeah. about. In the uh, Inception was inspired by the science fiction film starring Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio about uh, seven or eight years ago called Inception. Um, and in that film, he was the master of a technology that allowed him to enter the dreams of uh, targets of, of people, other people, and implant thoughts into their dreams that they perceived as real. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And because this information was different from what they had known before, it changed their behavior because it changed what they believed to be true. Right. Um, and it occurred to, and credit where it's due, my wife Sharon uh, comes up with all the good ideas that come out of my house, uh, suggested the title because she said, you well, know, that's, that's really exactly clever. what the enemy... Okay. 
that's what the, that's what the enemy's been doing since the beginning. They've been trying to implant false information into our minds to change what we believe and thus change how we behave. Right. Now, if you're an advanced civilization from a star system in another part of the cosmos, and you're both an evil civilization that's opposing the creator God, because remember, there's no such thing as an advanced civilization that doesn't understand the, the spiritual truths, both good and evil of the universe. In other words, evil fully understands the nature and power of the creator God. But it opposes that power and authority. So Satan, who literally was a covering angel and the, uh, the master of so-called music in heaven and was the head of the congregation in a sense, had a full understanding of the nature of the Creator God, yet he tried to presume a title saying, I shall ascend to the north parts and I shall become as the Most High. Now if you get to the 17th level of the York Rite, the name that they give you if you go through high-level masonry, and by the way, this is not just in Jewish or Christian or Buddhist, whatever, it's every form of we call secret order that you reach a level at which you start to get the ineffable name, which is Yabalad, Yahweh, the creator God, the breath, Baal, the fertility God, and Osiris, the resurrected God of the underworld. Now, you have to understand that those two of those three titles are actually different titles for Satan, the opposer. Now, if you see the court of the, if you want to call of heaven, Yeshua, which is the one who's going to incarnate in mankind, was on the right-hand side of God. And on the left-hand side in the court of heaven before the fall of Satan was the opposer. If you think of him as a prosecuting attorney, like remember when the, the oldest book they think in the Bible is the book of Job, which is, in a sense, my favorite book in the Bible. My favorite scripture is Psalm 91.1, but my favorite book is Job because it gives you a different perspective of God than almost anywhere else in the Bible, doesn't it? It, it does, uh, and that's where you see the divine assembly, the divine council at work, the uh, sons of God assembled. I know right. this is God's and, supernatural and By the way, the formal title of that, for those people who don't know, is called the, the, the Council of the Eschaton, which is a council that's beyond the physical realm of entropy, which is time-space, which is what we live in. And uh, it is in the astral or spirit plane called the second heaven. Now, the third heaven is where God is, and where God exists... There is no past or future to everything. He's completely omniscient, which means to God nothing changes because he's completely omnipotent and omniscient. So to God there is no past or future. To everything, to God is now. Yeah, is everywhere and it's also every when. Right. And by the way, people need to understand that when we go to heaven and we cohabit with God, that's where we reside. There are no regrets and there are no plans because you're with God. But everything you think and, and wish is... And what the dimensions of time and space and we think of don't exist because there's no decay in heaven. There's no disease, there's no pain, there's no suffering. Now, what I want people to understand is when people say, well, you can't do this. I had an argument with um, uh, one of our hosts, and I won't mention his name, and he was a professor of, uh, of logic, Jim Fetzer, I might as well mention his name, and he said, well, you can't create artificial intelligence. Well, that's just not true. I started doing work in the early 1970s as a hobby, because I have a talent at mathematics. I taught myself pretty well every computer language that existed at the time, including Pascal, PL1, and nonlinear programming. And I was using the IBM 360-50, which is the fastest computer they had at our university at the time. And during the day, I'd go to university, and at night, I'd be actually programming. And I learned how to program to create visual uh, conversion into optic circuit digital data of, say, vision. And this became aware when I applied to UCLA in 1977 to do a residency and do research and a PhD in neuroscience as well as my uh, neurology residency with UCLA and Dr. Wallace Tortolot. Now, I was going to be the senior resident taking care of the World MS Tissue Brain Bank uh, and electron microscopy and immunology lab working on multiple sclerosis because my first wife had MS. And uh, I was already working in the what's called Emotion Disorders Lab with the Dean of Medicine at Dalhousie University in Halifax, a sister of Harvard. And uh, Dr. Turlot says, you know, you're the most talented candidate that had ever applied to to this program, but you're also, we want you to work with, with this other project, which is uh, to create uh, a, if you want to call it a digital way of converting cortical inputs directly through to a magnetronic helmet so you can have onboard commands to, to fly a jet like Firefox. And Dr. Torlett already had in mock-up in his office an F-14 fighter with a magnetronic liquid nitrogen-cooled helmet that a pilot could wear, and his thoughts would actually set up icons on the screen, and you could fly at six times faster than fly-by-wire, by fly-by-thought, and fire off ordinances. And they wanted me to work on the brain interface because their eventual plan was to take female, not male, embryos, 
horizontally insert DNA and create cyborg super soldiers with nanotech body armor and directly interface them to create a swarm of cyborg warriors. And I said, there's no way I'm going to do that. I want to work on MS. I did not want to work on creating cyborg superhumans, which is what they were actually working on. And they had mm -hmm. an infinite budget. They didn't have any time limit how much money that you could spend. I mean, that one uh, custom-made CT scan implanter that was made for Dr. Tortolat was over $20 million back in the 70s. It was over $26 million to just create this this magnetronic helmet set up with a mock-up F-14 canopy actually in his office. So what people need to start grasping is that there are powers that be that have basically infinite budgets to do things, and if they can recruit people, and again, remember, there's a percentage of people that are smart as me that are unethical and will do things that are basically bad. Now, back then, what they would do is they give you a patch, and if you didn't get your next patch in 72 hours, you die a horrifying death. But now they just chip you with a death chip. And if they send a specific time sequence to that death chip, if you're not behaving, you just die quickly, and nobody knows why the hell you died. That's mm -hmm. what happens. So I want people to understand when, when I hear from people like Fetzer who think you can't create artificial intelligence, he's a fool. Uh, I know how to do it. I'm not going to use my uh, abilities to actually do those things, but I've actually worked out uh, you know how the quantum mechanics of it work in terms of the cortex and how cells are re regulated. I'm going to release information this year on the uh, what's called the Song of DNA to our Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine of the quantum mechanics of how life forms work. So I'm not an average doctor, okay, and I also have not average information, but I want people to understand I'm a real believing Christian, and the reason why I've seen more and more evidence that the battle that God is dealing with with his underlings the fallen ones and with the fallen human beings is a lot more, how can I say, intelligent, strategic. It's not just helter-skelter like people think of it, uh, possession as helter-skelter. It's much more, how can I say this, well-thought-out, strategic, and a long plan. It's like not a plan over five years like most people think in America. It's plans over millennia. And it's so, uh, how can I say it, it's so technically and scientifically uh, Dangerous. For example, the thing that I see coming, and I just read a recent article, is the cashless society. You can go to Norway and Switzerland and Sweden, and even the young people think, oh, it's great, we're not going to have cash anymore. I can tell you with absolute certainty, if America goes down the wrong road with our digital capacity for programming and data and so on, America will be the seat of the mark of the beast. That's an absolute, it's not even a... Yes. Yeah, and I can tell you right now, that America has technology literally hundreds of years ahead of any other country. So if we want to crush anybody without firing a missile or a bullet, that nation will cease to exist. People don't know this yet. And I say it on my show because I want the intel to get out to our foreign powers. Luckily, we're led by a person who is a good man. He's not necessarily a Christian yet. We're going to pray for Donald Trump if he becomes a Christian. But I think his pain and suffering he's going through through his campaign and concern over his family and seeing what's going on in America and seeing the dark side, maybe he'll read your book and maybe he'll start to realize he's not just in a battle against Democrats and globalists. He's in a battle against Satan himself. Yeah. This is really big, bad stuff. People it, it don't is. understand that, that God set trumpets. Literally, God has a sense of humor to give us the trumpets because he's giving us grace to say, you know, I'm going to send you a man who is signing so many times Masonically signs and, and thinks wonderful things about Apollo, Apollyanus all over his apartment in the 66th floor in downtown Manhattan. And this man is, if you pray for him, he'll become a good president because he's, quote, a good man, he's a white knight, and he's a patriot, American. But when he faces evil, he will. hopefully he will turn toward good and realize he's not just in a battle against Democrats and people in the media. He's not just in a battle against the deep state and people like Mr. Clapper or Mr. Comey. He's in a battle against Satan himself. This is not funny. Now, and that's one of the things I wanted to bring out in the book, The Great Inception, that uh, people have a, ten have a difficult time envisioning or believing that the uh, second or third heaven even exist. But when you look at the biblical text and you compare it with the archaeology and the beliefs of the ancient, the, the nations around ancient Israel, uh, there's a very physical presence to this, uh, to this evil in our world. For example, you mentioned uh, uh, the Isaiah 14 chapter, Isaiah 14, 12, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, wanting to establish his holy mountain, his mount of the congregation, in the sides of the north. Right. That phrase, sides of the north, Yerikot Safon, only appears three times in the Bible. The other two times it appears, once in uh, Psalm 48, where 
Mount Zion, which is God's holy mountain, Yahweh's holy mountain, right. the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, to this other mountain in the far north. Right. This. What is this mountain in the far north? Well, as I mentioned earlier, the entire ancient... The other, by the way, the other place this is mentioned is Ezekiel 38, where it's talking about the origin point for the hordes of Magog in the Gog-Magog War. Uh, so where is this Yerikot Ziphon, this sides of the north or heights of the north or the uttermost north? The entire ancient world knew that Mount Ziphon, which was so important, had so much impact on Hebrew culture 3,000 years ago, that Ziphon became the compass point, the, the word for the compass point north in Hebrew. Mount Ziphon was right. the holy mountain of Baal. The holy wow. mountain of Baal. It's on the... It's on the border between Turkey and Syria. We can identify it today. It's right on the Mediterranean coast. We know exactly where it is. And the Hebrew prophets were saying, look, look, this is where Lucifer wants to establish his mount of the congregation as a, as a rebel stronghold that they hope to elevate to supremacy in the cosmos over God's holy mountain, Zion. Yeah, for example, what's going on right now, and this is something people in grasp what's happening in the last year, since they tried to put uh, Matula Gulen in with the CIA, the Russians notified Mr. Erdogan. Mr. Erdogan's now taken many more powers, and he's trying to resurrect what's called the Third Jihad that Jonathan Gray talks about, trying to literally create uh, the uh, caliphate, not only in uh, Istanbul, but actually move it to Jerusalem, because he even supports the partitioning of the state of Israel and the recognition of Israel if it partitions, and if they can actually put the Matula Gulen uh, counterpart, that's a close friend of, of Erdogan, as the hidden Mahdi, literally the final mm-hmm. Mahdi that's coming. And people don't understand that Islam teaches that Yeshua, according to Islam, is going to come back as a Muslim and will behead Christians if they do not convert. People right. don't get this. They right. don't get it. They don't realize, as we said yesterday when we had on Bill Warner, if you think of Islam as, as pork, okay, which is a good analogy, <laughs> uh, right, because we uh, that there's fat pork and there's lean pork, but it's still just pork. And you have to understand there's so-called moderate Muslims, but they will not turn in their fellows. They did a study and just a survey in America and in Europe, and two thirds wouldn't turn in their relatives or close friends or neighbors, even their own children, if they're doing terrorist activity because they think Islam should move forward, even if they're say a doctor or an engineer or whatever. Because if you turn in your fellows that are Muslims, you're an apostate and you're going to go to hell. So the fact is, Islam is toxic to the West, but there's a dark alliance between the globalists and Islam, just like the third letter of, uh, of Alfred Pike, because they want to create trade between so-called the West and Islam, because eventually they want both destroyed, and they want Satanism to rule over Earth. That's what they want. Yeah, and I get into some of that in the book. I do deal a little bit with Bible prophecy, although that's not my area of expertise. But I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, you've got this holy mountain of Baal, the storm god Hadad, there on the border between Turkey and Syria, and extending north from that mountain is a valley called the Amak Valley. Now, there are two places that the Islamic State, which is really a return to Islam in its purer form, there are two places where they believe the final confrontation between Islam and the forces of Rome, the Christian West, will take place. One was at the, the village of Dabak. Well, that, that's already been overrun by the uh, by the Syrian rebels, and the Islamic State has had to pull back from there. But the other place is at this valley, the Amak Valley. And again, I don't think it's a coincidence that this valley extends right to the foot of Mount Zafon, Jebel al-Akra, the holy mountain, the mount of the congregation of the well, rebel where, where, Baal or Satan. What you're pointing to is if you could see in the spirit realm, there is, an, in what's called the astral realm, there's a parallel world that people can't, the regular people can't see, but some, you know, we call spiritual adepts can see, that where there's these demigods that actually rule over territories. That's why, for example, it talks about this in the book of Daniel, that uh, that the that the angel could not come to the to the river of, I think it's called the river of Chabar, is it? I'm trying to remember the uh, name. Chabar, yeah. Chabar. It's, it's, uh, yeah. That he was withheld by the prince uh, over Persia for, I think, so many days, like 20-some like days. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and so he couldn't even bring the prophecy because he was withheld by this by this demigod angel over a specific territory on earth. That territory, by the way, is in a parallel astral plane. People need to understand that, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Bible says that people say, well, I believe the Bible. I said, well, there's something in the Bible. Do you believe it? It's there. <laughs> it's just as important as the book of Acts or anywhere else in the Bible. Believe it. It's real. We're gonna pretend. Let's see how far we've gone.
We are the American Freedom Party. This is the most urgent time in the history. Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer, and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to Nutramedical.com. That's 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. And Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutral the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. The Nutramedical Report is broadcast on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. At 100% listener-supported radio, please donate and support Revolution Radio at freedom, F-R-E-D-O-M, slips.com. Thank you. Derek, uh, let's. How do they? How do they obtain your amazing book? Obviously, I can tell I, I'm uh, uh, chomping at the bit here to to get through it. Uh, how do they uh, get your book? Which is of course, you can go to DerekPGilbert.com. Uh, you probably uh, can you purchase also over at Amazon. Oh yeah, it's available at all brick and mortar bookstores. It's also at uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. Yeah. Uh, if they go to our Skywatch TV store, uh, as I'm, I'm the host of uh, Skywatch TV, the Christian television broadcast, uh, skywatchtvstore.com, we've got a special offer where they can get Michael Heiser's book and my book for a discounted price plus a copy, a hard copy edition of the Book of Enoch. Right. So um, the, the thing is that we, you, you re, um, how can you realize or bring it down to reality a lot of people in Christianity spiritualize things so much that there's no physical presence or geopolitical or strategic presence of evil on the planet. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, you know, I, when we had the election cycle last year in America, I referred to Hillary Clinton as the Hildebeest. If you actually look at her family as uh, witches and warlocks over many centuries, the most powerful thing you can do in high-level uh, demonic masonry is to kiss, to literally, uh, literally curse your own seed, your own descendants with uh, demonic uh, 
uh, inception, if you want to call it, into their own psyche and their minds. And uh, I remember I asked God a few years ago, I said, give me a vision of what happened to Hillary Clinton. And I saw a little girl going in a pea jacket to a house in, the, in the, somewhere in the northeast of the United States, probably New England. And uh, they brought her in a dark area down, a kind of a spiral staircase to a cellar where they were, they were literally a number of people walking around like the eyes wide shut with uh, cowls over their heads, and they were saying uh, the Lord's Prayer backwards in Latin. And, of course, <laughs> one of my skill sets is I learned how to use my reverse tape to just learn as a kid with my brother, Kevin, how to do reverse speech. So I can actually reverse speech things just naturally, okay? And when I heard this, I could tell, oh, my God, they're saying the Lord's Prayer backwards in Latin, which is a satanic in, in, induction, basically, to, to give authority over Satan over the Lord's Prayer. And uh, they had an obsidian altar there, and they had a little boy strapped to the altar in this vision that God gave me, ready for human sacrifice to gouge his heart out and to take his beating heart and his blood. And and and, and Harry was there. I mean, they watched these things. So you got to understand when these horrible ceremonies are going on, there's nothing that gets Hillary Clinton off more than seeing pedophilic human sacrifice. You need to know that. You know that's the kind of person she is. That's why when she's stomping around uh, the lectern, uh, I think in the third debate with Donald Trump, and he was in shock. I mean, he was he's slightly orange in color, like uh, they say he rolls in Cheeto dust every morning, but he was really orange. You could tell like his whole body was like, whoa, you got to be kidding. And she's saying how right up to the moment of delivery, you can do abortion. Now, do you know that 93% of first trimester abortionists won't even do late term to the moment of delivery? 93%. These are even abortionists. And this monster is saying, how dare you get in the way of a woman's right to abort? I mean, th this is how obscene this is. And this is the same person that says, I, I, I know we can't vet people to not kill Americans, but we're going to increase the volume of these people coming in from these Muslim countries by 550%, even over the abominator, whose name, by the way, Barack Obama means lightning fallen from heaven. That's the Kenyan conversion of his name. So we literally have a man with the name of Satan stamped on him. And if you listen to the reverse speech of what he said, and I've had experts on reverse speech here on the program, and he says, you know, yes, we can, yes, we can. If you reverse speech, it says, thank you, Satan, thank you, Satan. You know, you have to understand that there's an evil going on here that's so malevolent and so organized and so intelligent, the average mortal human being without leadership, and believe me, I'm a leader, I'm called to speak the truth to these people like you are, the people do not understand. They're like little chickens, and the chicken hawk is coming. Chicken Amen. hawk is here. Amen. Amen. Chicken Hawks, you get your book, uh, DerekPGelbert.com, the book, The Great Inception, Satan's Fiops from Eden to Armageddon. We'll need to get you back here for a continued dialogue. Derek, it's amazing. Thank you. My honor. Thank you, Dr. Deagle. Need a powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens? Allison Med is the powerful universal pathogen killer's latest advance of German-sourced Allison, enzymatically stabilized to clear the body of bacteria, fungi, mycobacteria, and parasites. It penetrates body biofilms and is non-toxic to tissues. Pathogen resistance cannot develop for long-term body-optimized wellness. Clear stealth pathogens that promote autoimmune disease, cancer, and vascular inflammation and plaque and promote healing of tissues. Now pathogen-free. With 200 milligrams more power than prior Alamed, you can't get a more powerful ally to fight daily bugs and serious pathogens. Give your body what it needs. Allison Med. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutridyne at 888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. That's 1-888-212-8871 or Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. Imagine a pill that can improve your focus, your memory, your sleep. A catalyst to improve your brain chemistry. Dr. Bill's Cognition Plus is truly the smarter in an hour pill. A combination of amino acids, trace minerals, and B vitamins, Cognition Plus is made with specialized herbal extracts that will enhance and support brain function. Our customers say, I feel more focused. My memory's getting better. I can work longer with more useful hours. Power up your neurotransmitters that have been depleted, like dopamine and norepinephrine. Simulate the release of others, like serotonin and oxytocin. Improve circulation and energy production. Protect your mind and your loved ones today. Order Dr. Bill Deagle's Cognition Plus at 888-212-8871 or go online to Nutramedical.com. 
That's 888-212-8871 or NutriMedical.com. And NutriMedical.com, bringing nutrition and medicine together. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to 